episode 102, featuring the Van Allen Bell. Let's go in. Hate Zone World. My guests this month are Van Allen Belt, the excellent Pittsburgh band. Happy to have them in the mix. Uh, a few very quick announcements to get out of the way. Uh, the pre-order for my new album is up now. And also two videos uh, from the album you can check out for the songs Trust No Blues and the title track, Mind Moves the Mountain. So check them out, buy the album. But anyway, uh, we conducted this interview after a Van Allen Belt show in Baltimore, and it was real cool. Um, I'm sort of going to jump in a little ways into the interview. I cut out some stuff where we were talking about Donald Trump. I feel like enough has been said about this asshole. But anyway, I'm going to play one of their songs, and then we're going to come in where they're talking about getting this idea of starting a band together. This episode is hosted by Splice Today, the artwork by Mike Riley. Check him out at itastesound.com. Let's, Let's go, go in. Away. Lovely and 
grin is out of the blue. But yeah, there was always like kind of a duality between like visual influence with musical influence. Because I mean, I'm just like, you know, I just grew up doing like classical, musical theater, operatic, like, and taking it pretty seriously. Yeah. But just didn't have the chops, I guess, was kind of how that happened. And then plus I was just kind of like, you know, not not quite in that camp. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Just didn't, didn't really. Then I realized get my voice there. was terrible. Oh, no. Mm, no, I just wasn't. I just say, you didn't have the chops. You had the chops. No, I didn't have the chops. I didn't have the opera chops, man. Uh, opera chops are, you know, that's that's like sit on the school bus and. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's not like. It's just like the combination of like super passionate interest and like super, super chops to like be that thing. Yeah. Which yeah, really it's like, you know, I mean, I know that my left hand trills slower than my right hand because I was part of that sphere. Right. I know right. that my vibrato has um, a lack in my high register now because of the way that I do things in practice. You know, I mean, it's very surgical. It's very like, oh, what can you pull off today? You know, it's like, how many push-ups did I do? You know, it's, it's right. more of a performance aspect for me with this project, I would say. You know, it's more yeah. like what I can execute, you know. As opposed to... Like, actually, I, well, Ben's does, like, every... A lot of people say, like, oh, wouldn't you write them? I'm like, I don't write these songs. These are not my songs, you know? These are Ben's songs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm, like, performing them. Yeah. Well, so, like, when did the idea of, like, the three of you guys as a band come into... Oh, it's it, kind of... As, it started as five. Yeah. Oh, okay. uh, And it's still kind of four-ish. I mean, it's where it is. I, I mean, I can say, like, we do have a fourth member, Tom. Uh, that plays bass? Yes, and yeah. he's still... He has actually been with us, uh, you know, up until, like, through all of our recordings. That, oh, like, okay. We only put out two record, like, two single tracks last year, but he was yeah. on both those even. I mean, he, he's still very much uh, with us in our, again, our recordings. Right, but, right, But right. uh, on the road, it's, yeah, it's a three-piece. Like, early on, there were, like, three different incarnations. Um, but ironically, the way that it ended up was actually kind of how it was discussed in the first place. Uh, but really, like, it was Scott who had built the setup to make it possible. When, when we initially put it together, um, there was, like, a backing track on, like, a CD. <laughs> yeah, 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 we did some You know, like, it was, yeah, like, yeah, a yeah. CD. And oh, in a, a lot of, a yeah, lot yeah, of yeah. like, inspiration from, uh, like, uh, hip-hop groups, yeah. et cetera, specifically uh, you and Grand yes. Buffet. Yeah. Like, <laughs> having, like, really, really bomb backing tracks, though. Oh, you know, okay. not, like, not, like, just, like, some, some drums and some bass or whatever, or, like, something that has, like, a vocal on, like, you know, like, like the main vocal. You know, like having like having like a really a really banging backdrop, and then having live instrumentation on top of it. Yeah. So we would have like a CD, and we would have guitar and bass and vocals and drums and this whole thing, and it was pretty good. But it didn't really seem to pull off everything that we really wanted it to. Yeah. And then uh, after we played our first couple of shows well, with that that initial kind of uh, fully analog with a with a slightly digital uh, back out 
uh, we were, I was like, you know, it would actually be easier just to like, you know, put this all through a mixer and send it to the front with, totally. you know, with, you know, all of this integrated, you know, through software, et cetera, like yeah. messing with that. We still actually started with like, uh, guitar effects pedals and like, and hardware samplers and things. And like, it was, you know, it was, it was pretty wild. You know, well, how do you do it now? Now, I, oh, now I'm rocking with the Ableton. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, this, we went through we went through a secondary iteration where I basically built Ableton out of Logic, and Logic is great in some yeah. ways. Like it has the best effects, uh, has you know the most incredible smoking reverb tone. <laughs> and, I love that reference. Thanks. <laughs> and, uh, but it does. It has like reverb designer, it has delay designer, it has all these awesome things that you can really get in and fine tune. But the thing is, it's not made for MIDI integration, really. Like, it's not made to be a live instrument. Yeah. So we broke out of that mold and I got Ableton and I was like, oh, this is what I was trying to do the whole time and it works really well. Yeah. And, you know, it just takes, you know, a little bit of work to get like really good plugins to, to give it the good stuff. Yeah. And, uh, you know, after that, things got much smoother. I, yeah, I initially started with like a Mackie. And like a couple of like like three auxiliary sends to like right, an SP three oh three. Oh, it sounded so good. It, it sounded really good, so except good. for the feedback. <laughs> well, yeah, it's always good. so. But like, I mean, it sounds really good now. You yeah, know? I mean, like it, it. We managed to, and there's so many more things that we can do. Like Ben said, there's so many different like voices going on now. There's like, you know, there's like three different sample channels. There's three different soft synths. There's a hardware vocal harmonizer there's a hardware analog synth we've got a really good mic we've got a really good input like you know yeah. we've got drums like we have digital we have like really nice uh like contact drums going on, on top yeah. of it and i'll say this cool, actually no right? like it's weird like it confuses people uh <laughs> if we say if we describe ourselves as being experimental where i think a lot of times you know like if, if somebody hears that they're like oh yeah, like they, they think like, you know, oh, we're going to hear some noise and right. some like, you know, grinding sounds, of, yeah. you know, some shit, you know, and uh, no, 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 but it's like, but what what we do is really like, you know, it, it's, it's compact, it's, it's been refined or whatever from what it is, but it is experimental where we just, we just fuck around a lot. Like we yeah. we will just you know like we, we do stuff where like there'll be like MIDI triggering he'll just throw some records on and like scratch them and like actually songs in a lot of ways uh, the the vinyl is like a composite of these different like scratching rhythms he would do while I was playing keys so like the the guitar sounding strum is all record scratches right but they're they're moving yeah. to the chords that I'm playing and yeah. it's all like this you know relative. Uh, sound. That's like, that's like how we play. Fun. We do this kind of like synergetic thing. Where a lot of the last album ben, actually had that stuff. Without yeah, yeah, Ben, yeah. we wouldn't, Tamara and I wouldn't be able to do it. Without We're me, like a molecule Tamara or an atom or something. Yeah, et cetera, et cetera. Protons and electrons. Yeah, yeah. it's like, I might be like the neutron and she's the proton and he's the electron. I'm definitely the electron. You are. <laughs> I think that I just, right. I just nailed works. it yeah. on accident there. Nice. No. <laughs> <laughs> so when did you guys first tour? We used to do more regional. When, okay, well, hold on, hold on. Let's not count regional. Okay. We, we, we used to go to, like, New York or D.C. or Frederick, Baltimore, yeah. or like, you know, Cleveland, Columbus. No, Shit like that. We, we had an album, and 
we were playing around the city, and then Stereo Lab called. That wasn't really. And they were like, they were like, open for us. You're from Philly, right? And we were like, sure. (laughs) (laughs) No, they they actually they knew we were from. They just thought that it was close. Well, we went to Philly and we went to New York and we opened for fucking Stereo Lab. And I was like, what the fuck? We're opening for Stereo Lab. We better like have a band or something, right? (laughs) So, yeah, like, we have these recordings that we've worked on, and yeah. we were like, all right, let's put a band together. So we got Scott to do, like, live drums, and we had the CD player, you know, which we knew after enough trial and error that we shouldn't put on top of a bass amp, because that's a bad <laughs> idea to put it on top of a bass amp, right? Yeah, don't, right, don't right. kids, don't put your compact disc players on top of the bass amps, because they're going to skip, okay? Yeah. And change the batteries in your Walkman. And change the batteries in your Walkman. You gotta do that, right? Yeah. So, yeah, we did that, and there were two shows. And, yeah, we had Tommy who was playing guitar at the time, and we just had those two shows, and we were like, shit, like, we must be, like, important or something? I don't know. (laughs) But, yeah, anyway, we got all, like, pretentious, and we were like, yeah, Yeah. we should, yeah. (laughs) Okay, I mean, I guess we did. I don't know. We should be like that. Yeah, so we, we were we sat it out. Now we were like, we're not gonna play in Pit- we're not gonna play a stupid show in Pittsburgh. Um. <laughs> well, it's, it's interesting yeah. how, how that can be like people. The rest of this, <laughs> how like no, something good it. No, 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 so you can be like, oh well, I guess the next move is to wait for that to happen again. Like, right? I guess yeah. the next move will be like when Stereo Lab has us play in like Boston or so. Instead yeah, of like, or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think we all agree. We we weren't pulling off the music uh, to do it justice in any way no, it's, it's at a, that point. It took a lot. We, we had to get into the, yeah. the whole rig. Yeah. When we really got when into the rig, back. that's when it got good live. Yeah, yeah, it needed when, a lot When we came color. back, it was weird. Yeah, we no. Knew. Yeah, we, we were like, we were like, holy shit. Our, like, we our comeback show was with Ella Orleans, yeah. and, and Laurel Halo was supposed to be on it. And, uh... Well, yeah, she got, yeah. She well, got back to us too late. We I mean, what really? Her, which is after we played those shows, after we played those two big shows, and we had like that that kind of that cool thing happen to us, uh, we realized that it didn't work. Was the thing? We didn't, yeah, it was we humbling. Didn't, we didn't. Yeah. we didn't pull it off. It was very humbling. Yeah. And we were like, well, we really need to like re-engineer this mm. and actually turn it into something that's far more akin to what it was that we were thinking of mm. in the first place. We wanted it to be uh, much more intense and uh, you know so much more complicated and. Uh, and you know, really, in the beginning, we were just kind of like a you know, regular band in a lot of ways, and like you know, far from what, what I think we are now. I, yeah, I don't think we are like a regular band. I think we're like kind of different and interesting. And I think when people see us, they sort of take that with them, where they're like, "Well, that was you know actually like kind of an engrossing experience." Where I don't normally run across that kind of like integration between people. right because right, it's right. just I, one guy. What did he say to me at the end of the show? He's like, I don't really know what was going on up there, but I feel like Black Magic had a part of it. And I was like, well, that's cool. Like, I can, I, I, I can run with that. I feel good about that. I feel yeah. like, I, as long, like, I like the idea of us being kind of, like, confounding. You know, kind of having this, like, this crazy primordial thing that's just exploding. And, like, you can tell that everybody's, you know, really doing something, like, you know, integral to it. But you're not 100% where everything is coming from. Etc. See, that's that's funny because I feel what I like about watching you guys is I feel like it's more apparent than with other electronic bands as to like 
what's actually happening. Okay. Like, you, you know what I mean? Like, cool. Like, no, I don't. I'm interested. Like, <laughs> like, okay, like, you know on Saturday Night Live, if you see, like, an R&B group play or something, and then the, they'll have, like, the pad like you have, but mm-hmm. it'll be like, wait, I didn't even hear him. Like, like it's not even, like, up in the mix. He's just yeah. <laughs> jamming on the pad. <laughs> or, or, like, or, like, the electronic shit will be, like, visually so, like, but but then it's like, did he actually do anything? There's that great moment with um, Eminem and uh, what's his name, Rick Rubin. Oh yeah, uh, Eminem and Rick Rubin when they were on uh, when M dropped that new record, um, and uh, it, it, and uh, Rick misses his cue on the turntables, <laughs> and he kind of like he kind of like half-heartedly comes in on the scratch where he's supposed to start it. Uh, I forget which track it was. It was I think it was that. Second, the one where um, it was back with Royce. Oh, okay. I think he did that one. I might be wrong about yeah. that. But uh, yeah, he like, and you're like, oh, you're not doing that. That's <laughs> not, it's like when you, oh, you hear it and then you see it. Yeah, and he's, okay. like, he's like, oh, no, I'm, I am <laughs> like, you know, it's like when you see videos of, you know, the, yeah, there's videos of like DJs and they're, you know, rocking out and like, you know, the camera like pans down and like that CDJ and then yeah. they're not even on. And you're like, oh, wow, that's. It's that Millie Valley moment. Yeah, right. and, uh, you know, n- uh, no disrespect because if you can get paid one hundred thousand dollars to pump your fist behind a, a dead CDJ, right? You know, rock out, dude. Let's go. Like, you just uh, need a good mask. That's all <laughs> it requires. I'm working yeah. on that. Working yeah, on that. totally. But uh, but thanks. Uh, oh yeah. No, See, that's really Tom cool. I'm, I'm glad that I'm glad that yeah. it comes across. Yeah, yeah. So I guess as a retooled band, what was when would you say that was like? that you kind of got it more to, like, what you wanted it to I think be. when we came back in 2010. Okay. So I'd say, like, you know, seven years ago yeah. really uh, was about, like, when we really reformed generally as the configuration that we are now. Yeah. Uh, and then we started touring pretty heavily more like 2012, I want to say. Hmm. Yeah, I would say, like... It's been, like, five years. It was pretty soon. We had, um... Like, we had... You were working on Heaven, and the songs EP was, like, ready, so we we decided to press a vinyl, because I just... You know, when you played the song song for me, I was just like, that's fucking awesome. And then, yeah, we just said, you know, we're gonna put a 7-inch out, and then... You know, we started to move ahead with that, at which time we were asked to do a CES event, which is a consumer, the Consumer Electronics Show in yeah. Las Vegas. Um, and this was in 2013. Yeah, I, like, I, I got asked to DJ. That was the first time we made it to the West Coast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, got, I got asked to DJ in, like, the... I was able to... Uh, well, Tamara and I actually got asked to work. I was asked to DJ, and she was working with us in the booth at the like for for another company yeah it was kind of like a performance and then i was able to fly yeah. tom yeah. and ben out to las vegas and that was our first time like we were like well mm-hmm. you might as well use this money to be like to jump on. Yeah. yeah yeah so we like we we jumped into we las vegas and then just like there anyway yeah yeah, yeah mm-hmm. we, we shipped they they needed like basically all of our gear to do the show so i was like yo why don't we just do this like and like we just rented a van and jumped in it and like went north and like went all the way like you know up to Seattle and then down the coast and then back to Las Vegas. Um, but, uh, 
Yeah, that was that was like really. I think that was the jump off, to be honest. Because yeah, before that, it was yeah, weekend warrior kind of stuff. We like went out to like New York yeah. to get our car towed, and you know, like <laughs> play a show with like some heinous feedback because the system wasn't great yet. Right, right. You know, like and not not that the shows were bad, but I mean, like you know, we were still like in those like growing stages where like we were having conflicts on stage you know like there was we were never really sure 100 percent what was going to happen sometimes midi channels would feed back yeah right you gotta learn your lessons yeah that's the thing you know you you gotta like i i always tell the kids man you you gotta (laughs) (laughs) you'll learn your lessons out there um it takes some bad shows to get the great shows totally despite these like fucked up early things where you're still like working out the kinks and stuff like how did it start to go like doing these like nationwide tours and stuff like did you guys start to find places we met in the west coast that was a honestly like because i was even okay like new york is wonderful and uh like there are so many talented people in new york and it's awesome it's a very overstimulated city uh, where, like, it's like, you could have, like, seriously, you could have, it's happened time and time again, like, enthusiastic audiences, and you almost never see them again. They almost never come back and, like, totally. they're, they're almost never like, I saw you at this show. Yeah, you know, it like, was, it it was almost a never confusing happens. when that would happen. Yeah. Because, yeah, that does happen sometimes. But, I mean. West Coast is I, the opposite. I do. Mm. Well, I mean. They come back. Mm. No, I mean, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't pivot. There's just, okay. there's a way, like, every place has its own vibe, you yeah. know? Every show has its own vibe, and yeah. it definitely took me a long time to realize that it's not really about, um, it's not really about the show as much like you you have to like immerse yourself in receiving what happens from a show as much as you put out to have your show be the space you know yeah. it's it's a reciprocity totally you know yeah. it really is it's not just like a one way street and it definitely takes time and effort, as I'm sure yeah. you I mean you You've been in this longer than I have. I mean, than we have, actually. I mean, you yeah, I mean, I, I, I used to go see Height at Garfield Artworks. And I loved this. I used to go see him there. It was great. <laughs> it was so cool. Yes. Yeah. And that, like, is so important. Like, that's such an important part of booking shows. And, like, I saw people... I saw musicians who would just, like, go into a place and just do their thing and just rip it, you know, and then just be totally out and not even care about the space. And I was like, no, I don't like that. Mm. And then I would see people that, like, put too much into it. And I was like, well, that's cool. I like that more. But, like, maybe there's a happy Too much, kind of, like... Like, wanted, like, what's going on now with you guys? He, like, wanted, just, like, like, really yeah. maybe putting, like... You know, just uh, it gets to the point sometimes where people are putting so much into it that it's like, oh man, that's not like fun for you anymore. You into the performance, it's like, yeah, yeah, or into the you know the show itself. Right, you know, right, right. Yeah, I mean, there's 
there's just an it's it's an it's an art form in yeah. itself, you know, show booking and like performing and being part of it. And like I really think I wanted to bring this up too, which is really interesting that like all of our recordings are like completely different than our live stuff. Yeah. You know, so you've got like two completely different elements. I I feel like with corporatization and capitalism and art, they want to keep it all consistent and all in a bar, you know, yeah. like you're going to hear the live show. It's going to sound exactly like the recording and it's going to make you want to do back and forth in the other because it's just going to hit you over the head like some sort of advertisement. Yeah. But, you know, we've always been completely the opposite of that. Right. It's like, if you want the recording, you go enjoy that recording. And that's like, your that's your time. You right. know, like, uh, we all know how we listen to recordings. You know, we're sitting in a personal space. We're in our own comfort zone. Yeah. And that's how we, that's how we hear things. You know, and the live performance is totally different. You know, there's some live performances where you're going to have people just chit-chatting all over the place, you know, and just talking the whole time. Yeah. There's some live performances where, you know, you're going to be, like, on this floor and there's just going to be so much, like, energy coming up through the floor with right, the way the right. sound is that maybe you're going to be uncomfortable. Yeah. Maybe you're going to be, like, super comfortable. Maybe you're going to get that couch and you're going to feel better than everybody else because you're like, yeah sweet spot on the couch and it's so cool you <laughs> right, know right. it's like totally different but yeah now i'm just rambling no bit. no <laughs> I, I know what you mean though i mean i i struggle with that a lot like touring and feeling like like i don't know i you know i have a lot of albums and a lot of different songs that aren't on albums and whatever and i don't know always if there's like a consistent point or like like I don't know what exactly I'm selling. <laughs> Sometimes, like, like, like I, I don't always feel like I like. I feel like I make a point, but it's kind of like a bunch of different points, and it's different every night or something. And like, like, like I feel like the extreme other end of it would be like these sets or something where people would be like. And I just want to say that everybody out here should like live their dream and like, like uh, or whatever. Like, like there's a set way that the audience is supposed to respond, right? And I feel, are, are you kind of saying like, yeah, you it's don't all, feel like there is anything like that? Oh, or, it's it's different anyway. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. get this. I mean, you don't people know. Who do, yeah. People who do screaming know. say this <laughs> all the idea. time, or people who do no like idea. you know comedy shows. You yeah. know, some joke will go over like gangbusters in one place and everybody will be just laughing their ass off for something that takes less than a second to perform. And then some places you're going to just get crickets and dead spots. Right, right, right. You know, you never know. Yeah. You have to really engage beforehand. And I love, like, being able to do that, you know, just getting a scope of the place, just bumming around with people, like, finding out where people are, what they're doing, you know, like, what's going on with the place? What's the deal? Because that takes so much into your performance you know mm. like you want to instead of just you know like put it all out there like right. just take it in too and i mean i've had some people you know people some people like to talk some people not so much but when i do hear people talk they they often comment like oh it's so interesting that like you're actually here like hanging out and i'm like well yeah most of the bands that i like and most of the musicians that i like you know they're they're totally about that. And they right, they right, go right. about that and do that. You know, unless you're like so famous, it's like, you know, 
it just becomes a, a barrage or something like that where people are just like coming at you. But you know, we're we're still we're chill. You right. know, it's we're we're in a super comfy place <laughs> with the live shows and. I, I like it. I enjoy yeah. it. And I'd rather make the most of it, you know? And, re- I mean, make, making contacts and making friends, like, that's what that's what it's all about, you know? Yeah. I don't yeah. know about you, but, you know, going to school was kind of, you know, oh, these are the people I'm allowed to hang out with. This right, many. right. Here's the set. How are you going to get along with this set of people? Yeah. All right, go. It's kind of like a chessboard, you know? It's like, well, what are you going to do? <laughs> you know, it's like, well, there's... A lot more millions of millions of people that you could probably connect with. Yeah. You know? Maybe they'll be a little more into like the vein of what you're looking into. Yeah, I think it's kind of like you were saying you felt confused or something earlier. Like, I think it's kind of like just the reality of being a musician now is that that kind of stuff is often the only good thing that happens on a particular <laughs> night. Like, <laughs> like, like, yeah. like, it's not like, wow, we sold like 85 CDs tonight or something yeah, like, like thousand dollars. Yeah. It's, there's, no, there's just like, it's, it's like, sometimes met, what you take away is just I met like, a, I, I met, met a cool person. person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, that cool person was like, Oh no, dude, had I known you were coming to town, you should have done this. And so next time you come to town, yeah. you might have a great show. Exactly. You you often have to play a shitty show to get a great show. Yeah. And that's that's the price you have to pay. Even the shitty show, you know, you still walk away with somebody cool. Yeah. You know, like if you play a bad show, but you know the club owner, you know, and you know the people who work there, and it's fun. You know, totally. Our, as the pro used to say about us in the beginning, we were favorites <laughs> of... Uh, uh, bartenders and uh, and and club owners the country over because you know we would show up and hang out with them and they were <laughs> right, like we right, really right. like you you can come back whenever and we're like we brought no one and they're like that's fine you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah and that's a good feeling you know like if you can because you know those are the people those are the people who care they're the ones who initially you know they're, they're totally the initial heads yeah. who are like specifically doing what they're doing in order to to help music you know. What it is. Maybe I'm just excited that people are coming out to our shows now. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you're here. Cool. <laughs> What's your name? What are you into? Particle physics? Rad. I don't know anything about that. Let's sit down. That'll yeah, be cool. yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> like, like, what are some spots that have been good for you guys? Like, like on this tour, as, or just generally yeah. Let's say, let's say for this tour, uh, Denver, San Antonio. All, all the spots were good. Yeah, uh, sure, the, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah, let's not, yeah I'm sorry. I, okay, yeah. I, yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, the, this tour, everything. Yeah, everything's been awesome. I guess I'm thinking Except that way. one place. Yes. <laughs> you know who you, you are. Know who you are. <laughs> we hate you. <laughs> No, only Ben hates you. I... You were the worst. <laughs> you spot. Uh, he's contentious. You sucked. Yeah, he's. No, it was really this whole this whole thing was really good. Actually, this entire tour, up, but like so far, you know, uh, uh, has been great. It's our first best tour. The other ones, you know, maybe like a sixty forty split, eighty twenty split of like you know being feeling really good. Yeah, you know, or like getting into a new, even getting into new places. You know, you you have the ones that you're revisiting, 
you know, the first time out, you can't be like, oh, this isn't hitting very well. I feel, you know, I, I don't feel so great about it. But the second time you go out and you're revisiting places, you kind of expect something to happen. And, you know, if that doesn't, maybe it, you become a little disenchanted. But this one, we went back and we hit a bunch of places where we have really good friends. You know, all of these really fantastic people. We played with all of these new bands. And even the new places that we got into ended up being really good. Yeah. And it's mostly mainly because, because Tamara knows what she's doing. Well, mostly because I knew people, like, from the new cities that we were going to, mostly I knew people that were connected with those places in some way. Yeah. So, you know, friends of friends and things like that. Because, I don't know, there's, cool. there's a couple of things... Name dropping. Name dropping is not all. It's not usually a good thing to do. No, honestly, yeah. It it kind of like puts you in a bad place. Even though you might think like, oh, if I mention this person's name, maybe that'll get me a good foot in the door. Like when people it's say that, kinda, like, yeah. Like, I mean, that mention might, my name. That, yeah. yeah, you know, it, <laughs> or CC me in this email. Oh no. Yeah. Uh, don't CC you in the email. That's not right. Right. Just, right. Oh yeah. I don't know. But I mean, sometimes that works for people. Some people like that. It's all. Right. Yeah. But yeah, like, it makes more sense to like go the route of like finding the way to go. But have you always been, like, the primary booking person? Yeah, I yeah. mean, well, Ben was originally. Nationally. On a local level, I used to book, and maybe every once in a while. I mean, it's been a while, honestly. Yeah. Like, I haven't yeah. really touched him. No, Tamara pretty much exclusively. Uh, and by pretty yeah. much, I mean exclusively. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Meaning, Yes. Yes. Tamara, Tamara does the booking. Uh, but we all like come together with you know contacts and, yeah, and yeah. branching out and reaching out to people. Yes, yeah. that's important to just you know the more people you have on board, you know better better web of connection you have. Yeah, we we more and more tend to hit up places where we have multiple contacts. That's kind of the idea. It's I mean it's what makes sense. Yeah, go where you know people. The places that like this. It makes touring more <laughs> enjoyable too. Like the, one of the worst things about touring is going to places where you don't know anybody and having to wait around for like five hours before the show, not knowing anybody, just sitting around. You know. Yeah. So when you can go to places where you know people, it makes it fun. <laughs> I love it. So what's the next move as a band? You're up. Oh, tight. Yeah, yeah, you've done it, so which is exciting. One time, yeah. Yeah, like we, it, it, it's daunting, you know. Like we don't, we don't really have any. I don't know. We, we kind of have like ideas about how to do it, and we have some leads here and there. But it's you know, it really takes. It's like a serious jump, you know. It's like it's the big jump to just go do it and see whether or not you you bring it home or or you know, totally uh, spend the cake. Yeah, yeah. Do you have like? Is that like happening? Is that like in the no, works now, or you just you want we're just, to we're talk about it? Yeah, and, I mean that's like the next move. So yeah, that's I mean, what we want it, the next it, move. Immediate do. moves. Uh, there's still there's still a few albums uh, like on uh, in the oven right now. I guess. Oh, uh, like, so, oh yeah. Uh, Creatively, we, we have, have yeah. Uh, of course, yeah. 
We actually we, we have no scheduled release date on anything. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we have been recording things for the past couple of years since the last album. Well, anything else you guys want to mention before we wrap it up? I had um, I had seen some uh, Halloween cookies this evening. I had to try one of them. But, uh, oh yeah. I just thought you might like to know that it's a box full of Halloween cookies. Uh, some Christmas trees also. I had one Christmas tree. Oh, that was Christmas tree. It was kind of weird tasting. Best times 
Thanks again to Van Allen Belt. See you in a month.